God bless you tonight as we come to you one more time with a word from the Lord. And we're talking about Jesus Christ, the son of David. lineage of David. I want to be specific. I thank you, Lord, for the ability to even speak, for the ability to read your word, for the ability to understand your word, and the ability to share the word. Help me, O Lord, in this endeavor. Amen. So the scripture comes from 2 Samuel 7, 6. And God made a promise. God at that time called Yahweh made a covenant with David. He says, your house and your kingdom shall endure before me forever. Your throne shall be established forever. And so Israel was happy about that promise to build up David's house forever, for all generations, for all time. And God had made a promise that he'd never ever veer from it or turn from it. So this was the hope of the Jewish people. And they wanted so much to see the Messiah. But they knew that he must be the son of David. So there is some controversy about the lineage And some names are included and some are not included. And we know that the Bible omits certain of the kings. And it, it also omits some of the women. But my point in talking about this is that we ought to be careful about who we talk about in the line in life in the lines of life who's standing in the line and what you say about that person because we make some comments sometimes about people around us that we don't know and we draw conclusions and we say things that we shouldn't say because of our own personal observations. But we don't know anyone the way God knows that person. And God has demonstrated that he uses all types of people from all areas of life for his good. 
he's demonstrated that over and over. And I'm talking specifically about women. Because people in the church expect women to be spotless and blameless. They can accept a man with his blemishes, and I don't mean facial blemishes, but I mean life blemishes. The scandals in life that seem to follow women that don't follow men. So we look at this lineage of Jesus Christ and we look at the lives of the women in the Old Testament, specifically Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba. And there is another woman that we don't talk about with great fondness or great love, and that would be Jezebel, and she's generally talked about as a harlot. There are jokes made about the Jezebels in red in the church. But this woman was one of the women in the line of Jesus Christ. And we know where we find Tamar and we know where we find Bathsheba. And we know where we find Rahab. And we know where we find Ruth. All of these women were involved in scandals. Tamar apparently was accused of tricking her father into the bedroom. Rahab was a harlot that showed the uh, Hebrews the way to the promised land. She sat on the roof to avoid the impending danger. And then we have Bathsheba, who is also on the roof bathing, cleansing herself. And she caught the eye of David. And we have Ruth, who was uh, looking for a savior or someone to help her and her mother-in-law out. And so she was connected with Boaz in a scandalous manner. Oh, and then comes Mary, the mother of Jesus. And because, we won't say simply because of it, but following in that same line of scandals, she is pregnant. And her husband-to-be, Joseph, thinks about putting her aside until he is told by the angel whose child it is. So, scandal follows scandal. Rumor follows rumor. 
And these are malicious, terrible rumors. And we look at people around us and you say, we say sometimes, this person has a child, this person has a hollered, or this person has done this and that. But we don't know what God's purpose is for these people going through what they are enduring in their lives. They are demonstrating that God doesn't always use the best of the best or those more uh, readily accepted by society as being perfect without blemish or spots. God uses all of his people. So we need to be careful who we point the finger at and who we say is not worthy to sit or stand next to you in the line. Because we are all in the line of Jesus Christ. And God has created all of us. And he loves all of us if we have accepted him as our savior and he loves even those who have not he wants them to come the word is out there asking them to come but we cannot anticipate with our earthly minds what God has in store for anyone who would have thought that Jezebel or who would have thought that Rahab, the hollered, Ruth or Bathsheba, who has had uh, some terrible adjectives used to describe her. She knew uh, she was uh, promiscuous or she, uh, she was just uh, tempting David. Some people have said that. But God knows, and God considers all of us. He considers where we are and what the world could learn from our lives. So be careful the next time you're standing in line not to poke fun at anyone. Amen? God bless you tonight as we come to you one more time with a word from the Lord. And we're talking about Jesus Christ, the son of David. from the lineage of David. We want to be specific. I thank you, Lord, for the ability to even speak, for the ability to read your word, for the ability to understand your word, and the ability to share the word. Help me, Lord, in this endeavor. Amen. So the scripture comes from Second Samuel seven six. 
And God made a promise. God at that time called Yahweh made a covenant with David. He says, your house and your kingdom shall endure before me forever. Your throne shall be established forever. And so Israel was happy about that promise to build up David's house forever for all generations for all time. And God had made a promise that he'd never ever veer from it or turn from it. So this was the hope of the Jewish people. And they wanted so much to see the Messiah. But they knew that he must be the son of David. So there is some controversy about the lineage and some names are included and some are not included. And we know that the Bible omits certain of the kings. And it, it also omits some of the women. But my point in talking about this is that we ought to be careful about who we talk about in the line, in life, in the lines of life, who's standing in the line and what you say about that person. Because we make some comments sometimes about people around us that we don't know and we draw conclusions and we say things that we shouldn't say because of our own personal observations. But we don't know anyone the way God knows that person. And God has demonstrated that he uses all types of people from all areas of life for his good. He's demonstrated that over and over. And I'm talking specifically about women. Because people in the church expect women to be spotless and blameless. They can accept a man with his blemishes, and I don't mean facial blemishes, but I mean life blemishes. the scandals in life that seem to follow women that don't follow men. So we look at this lineage of Jesus Christ and we look at the lives of the women in the Old Testament, specifically Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba. And there is another woman that we don't talk about with great fondness or great love and that would be Jezebel and 
she's generally talked about as a harlot. There are jokes made about the Jezebels in red in the church. But this woman was one of the women in the line of Jesus Christ. And we know where we find Tamar and we know where we find Bathsheba. And we know where we find Rehab. And we know where we find Ruth. All of these women were involved in scandals. Tamar apparently was accused of tricking her father into the bedroom. Rahab was a harlot that showed the uh, Hebrews the way to the promised land. She sat on the roof to avoid the impending danger. And then we have Bathsheba, who is also on the roof, bathing, cleansing herself. And she caught the eye of David. And we have Ruth, who was uh, looking for a savior or someone to help her and her mother-in-law out. And so she was connected with Boaz in a scandalous manner. Oh, and then comes Mary. The mother of Jesus. And because, we won't say simply because of it, but following in that same line of scandals, she is pregnant. And her husband-to-be, Joseph, thinks about putting her aside until he is told by the angel whose child it is. So, scandal follows scandal. Rumor follows rumor. And these are malicious, terrible rumors. And we look at people around us and we say sometimes, this person has a child, this person is a hollered, or This person has done this and that. But we don't know what God's purpose is for these people going through what they are enduring in their lives. They are demonstrating that God doesn't always use the best of the best. Are those more... uh, readily accepted by society as being perfect without blemish or spots. God uses all of his people. So we need to be careful who we point the finger at and who we say is not worthy to sit or stand next to you in the line. Because we are all in the line of Jesus Christ. And God has created 
all of us. And he loves all of us if we have accepted him as our Savior. And he loves even those who have not. He wants them to come. The word is out there asking them to come. But we cannot anticipate with our earthly minds what God has in store for anyone. Who would have thought that Jezebel or who would have thought that Rahab, the hollered Ruth or Bathsheba, who has had uh, some terrible adjectives used to describe her. She knew uh, she was uh, promiscuous or she uh, she was just uh, tempting David. Some people have said that. But God knows. And God considers all of us. He considers where we are and what the world could learn from our lives. So be careful the next time you're standing in line not to poke fun at anyone. Amen?